Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Margaret Pendo, and today I have the honor of introducing you to Delon Hediarachi. Delon graduated in 2018 with a degree in international business management with an emphasis in marketing as well as a minor in communication. During his time at Franklin, Delon played an active role in the community building as SGA president and also played midfielder on the Franklin football team. Post-grad from Franklin, Delon continued living in Lugano and actually attended Uzi, graduating in 2020 with a Master's of Science in Economics with a focus in management. I'm super excited to have him on the podcast, so officially welcome, Delon. Thanks so much, Margaret. I'm, I'm really excited to, to be interviewed by you. Um, for those of you who don't know, Margaret is a, is a good friend of mine. Um, we go way back, so I'm really uh, happy to be catching up with her as well. Yeah, I'm super excited. So let's just kind of get into the day-to-day, what you're doing now. Congratulations. You are an account management associate at Cvent, which is based in Virginia, Virginia, but you've been working remotely in Maryland. And I was wondering what that's been like so far and what is your day-to-day as an account management associate kind of look like? It's been good. Well, uh, I guess well, to take a step back, like I I moved back home from from Lugano after six years um, in September of 2020. Um, defended my thesis at Uzi uh, online, and then found a temp job in Virginia. I was working uh, at a nursing home as a COVID testing administrator, uh, and I was working very closely with the nursing staff there. And uh, it was really nice, like a great temp job. I was making COVID testing kits for. Um, you know, very, very nice people uh, in the assisted living home. And um, I did that until January when I was offered my my first, I guess, real job at uh, a company called Cvent. Um, um, and I've been working there from January until now. Uh, and I'm actually starting a new job uh, in New York City next week, which I'm very excited about. So a lot of things are changing, so it's it's a pretty interesting time to, to be interviewed by my bachelors. Yeah, and so what is your new job title and looking like? So my new job uh, is a business development manager uh, at Adweek. It's a marketing publication based in New York City. Um, so I would be um, similar to what my position now is. I forgot to, to answer your <laughs> original question about my day-to-day um right now my my position entails me uh working with current clients um my current clients and like seeing what other opportunities for upsells that we have um the car company provides a event software so for like event management uh virtual event platform software um so i would be doing similar things like that and as a with adweek but with um their corporate subscription sales. So different clients like Walmart or, you know, Twitter have subscriptions to, to their publication. Um, so I, I manage those accounts well starting next week. That's exciting. And how has it been living back in the United States after honestly being in Lugano for a really long period of time? Yeah, it's been, yeah, I was really looking forward to moving back home. I uh, definitely missed my family. I'm really fortunate that, you know, I have pretty much all my cousins, um, uncles and aunts uh, living within, you know, less than 20 minutes from from me in in Maryland and in the D.C. area. 
so I miss them a lot and it's been great being back home and getting closer to them and my parents. Um, but Lugano was my home and it was, it was my home for six years. Uh, I loved, you know, I loved living there. Um, it was just a great experience and it's been good being back home. Luckily I've been, you know, able to work remotely since January. Um, and that allowed me to, to be able to visit Colorado for a friend's bachelor party, uh, as well as visit two old friends from, from Franklin. Um, that was, a, you know, of course, a big benefit of, <laughs> of going to Franklin. You make all these different contacts and, uh, you know, you have all these good friends everywhere around the world. And I, I met my freshman year roommate from SMU <laughs> uh, for the first time since 2014 wow. uh, and stayed with him uh, in Denver and, and we went skiing and it was, it was a lot of fun uh, as well as staying with my buddy, Justin Kachalka for a week. So it's been good. I also was able to, to visit my girlfriend in Mexico uh, two times, um, you know, perks of, of working remotely, but yeah, it's been good missing Lugano every day. Definitely. But, uh, but things are good. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you're kind of living the dream, just traveling around, but also having a job that you like. So congratulations. And before we kind of get into life in Lugano and all that you really did there, um, I wanted to kind of delve into something that people might not know, um, but your passion for stand-up comedy. <laughs> I just wanted to know, so while you were home, you actually got to do a few shows. Am I right in that assumption? Yeah. So um, I've done a few shows around uh, Maryland and DC, um, but I love stand-up comedy. I, I think it's a beautiful art form. Um, I, I really admire the way that, you know, good stand-up comedians are able to shine light on a new perspective or, you know, get people to change uh, a way they think about something, you know, while also being entertaining. And uh, I think it's really like public speaking and uh, presentation. Um, and, and it's, it's funny. It's uh, so I, I really, you know, have been wanting to, to get into this properly. Uh, fortunately, I've been, you know, able to get uh, employed and um, been able to try to do more shows uh, with COVID. A lot of it's been uh, through Zoom. But now moving to New York, I'm definitely going to be able to uh, have some more in-person shows. I have two shows coming up in Brooklyn uh, and one in Manhattan next uh, in the fall. So hopefully I can get more. Um, I do want to say that I, when I was at, at, uh, at Uzi, there was this Swiss guy from, uh, from Turkey. He was, trying to, he was doing an American stand-up comedy tour around the U.S., and it was a big event and I messaged him and I asked him if I could be a part of the show. I'm, you know, starting stand-up comedy. I would love to, you know, open up, be an opening act. Um, and they all of a sudden canceled. And uh, it was really unfortunate because, you know, I, I know a lot of my friends were really excited for it to happen. Uh, and I always thought I should just, uh, you know, organize a stand-up comedy show in my room, like in a door, wherever. And, you know, weekend after weekend went by and, and I never finally like did it. And then all of a sudden COVID happened. So I would just, you know, I would want people that are listening to this to not make the same mistake, you know, no matter what you want to do, just like, just do it, you know, set a date and, you know, whatever it is, obviously not just stand up comedy, but whatever it is, do it. Cause you never know if you're going to get the same opportunity again. 
Yeah, no, I think that is a really very true idea. And I actually remember that show because I was super excited to go, but that very last minute, unfortunately. Yeah. What goes into preparing for a show? I would say uh, just being comfortable with what you want to say. Um, I always try to, you know, shine the light, shine a light on something that people you don't usually think of. Um, a lot of stuff that I can I can talk about is you know being uh, having a family that's not from the U.S. and living in you know being raised here, uh, having a complicated last name, which I give you props for being able to pronounce <laughs> properly. Um, things like that, you know, growing up in a predominantly white area as you know someone that's <laughs> not um but yeah i mean in terms of preparation just being comfortable and being confident i still don't uh, i'm far very very far from mastering it but i definitely want to keep getting better so hopefully you can come out and see me <laughs> one day no that's super exciting i didn't realize you had shows lined up um it's yeah. really exciting depending on when this podcast goes out i'll link them down below so people sure. Area can go and check them out sure when that guy that i was telling you about that was planning the shows he was a turkish he's his family is turkish and he but you know he's swiss and he asked me when I, we were messaging on facebook he asked me if i was the girl in my picture profile picture or the guy so he, he actually yes he, he asked me are you a girl and i was like I, no <laughs> but I never knew this until then that in Turkey, Dilan, the exact same spelling, D-I-L-A-N, is a girl's name. And um, that even helped me break the ice with the interview of the new job I'm getting with the, the senior VP of sales. Um, he told me he was Turkish. And, you know, one of my follow-up questions with him uh, was <laughs> if I thought, I, if he thought that I was a girl when he was scheduling this or meeting or reading emails and he thought that was really funny i think that was you know something that that was you know that was a good part of the interview yeah it's made you stand out a bit yeah absolutely i love that and kind of going back in time a bit rewind to your senior year of franklin like i mentioned in your introduction you were sj president which means that you were president of the entire student body and what was that like what was it like you know having honestly a lot of influence and a lot of responsibility in maintaining events and you know keeping people's morale up yeah i mean um well i, I how i got involved in sga was like freshman year you weren't there but i was very not involved with anything at school other than playing soccer and uh planning parties in my dorm in Panera five. And uh, the year afterward, I think I got, you know, wanted to get a little bit more involved. And I was like the Panera dorm room, you know, person liaison. And then junior year, I was the, the treasurer for SGA. And then senior year, I was like, yeah, might as well join. But I, I really wanted to join because, you know, the school gives us so much money and so much, um, you know, really influence into doing what we feel like will help other students and will help student body. So I was really passionate and wanted to, you know, do things my way. And I saw a lot of ways that we could improve and, uh, you know, get people more involved on campus. And uh, I think 
for me as the president, uh, I really wanted to focus on the people that were were part of SGA that were putting on shows and, and you know putting on programs, putting in the hours. Were you know they really believed in the work we were doing and that they were passionate about it themselves? Because of course, we're you know nobody's getting paid to do this, but uh, you know, so you really have to believe in it. And um, I think planning great programs and great trips, uh, doing things like a, the yacht party, which uh, which I which we started in my my year as when I was president that caught on and i don't even know if that was my idea or if that was someone else's idea but that stuck and um i'm happy that you know it's it's kept going of course i'm sure after covid that that they will be doing it again uh hopefully but yeah it was it was it was a great time yeah no it was fun i was actually in sga when you were president and i can vouch for the enthusiasm it was very fun it was a nice way to get involved nice way to meet people right off yeah, the, Margaret was a great uh, liaison to the to the library. <laughs> yeah, definitely vouch for them. Very hardcore. Do you remember when we were at the end of the year, at the end of my time as president, we were all signing the SGA book. Please don't bring this up. And this is a very like historic book going back years, like several decades, and. Like, <laughs> Oh my god! We were all like after the meeting, very you know, very emotional. Year is coming to an end. We're about to sign this, our names into this book, put where we're from, the date, all that, and like Margaret just takes the pen and writes her name first, like, and it was not in the right place. It was like, and everybody just it was like time stopped, and everybody saw the pen hit the paper, and they were like, oh. Yeah, I didn't understand the legacy, <laughs> to say the least. I The second you started telling the story, I knew that was the story. <laughs> because then tensions were very high in the group photo that we took. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. I haven't seen that book in a while. It'd be interesting to see what happened with that. Yeah, I would love to see that book, you know, years from now and, and make sure your name is still there. <laughs> yeah, hopefully no one whited out the disgrace of disorder <laughs> I contributed. I hope not. But so after graduation, again, like we said, you went to Uzi, downtown Lugano. Mm. And I feel like, obviously, I want to know more about like the transition from living up the hill and being down the hill. But really, I feel like you were able to make a lot of connections, not only for yourself, but for students at Franklin, um, for people at Uzi. And I just wondered if you had any advice to people who were interested in making connections downtown or at Uzi specifically, like how to get involved in that. Um, I mean, I don't even know how that happened. Like the big difference going downtown is like you have to find an apartment and, you know, instead of a dorm. And luckily when I started Uzi, my sister was also starting Uzi. Um, and I was able to stay with, uh, you know, like on her couch for a few weeks until I found my place. Um, and it was hard to first kind of like fit into Uzi. Um, Cause well, first of firstly, a lot of students, you know, come from Italy and they, they drive back home every day after class. So, you know, that's something that's, 
that made it a lot harder, which I didn't realize compared to Franklin, you go home from class and like, you know, you still have people in the dorms that you can see, you know, whenever you want. Um, but something I did was like, I was my birthday party. It was my birthday, um, in 2018. Uh, and I still didn't really know that many people in my class, uh, but I know they were, I knew they were nice people. They just, you know, would go home afterwards. So I just asked the teacher if I could, make an announcement before a class lecture and I just invited everybody to my birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> and it works out. It worked out. People uh, knew me after that at least. And um, no, I was really grateful. I got very lucky to study, you know, in a program at Uzi where people were very friendly, you know, wanted to, to go out and, you know, it's been great. I still keep in touch with, with a lot of them still. Uh, I think for Franklin people trying to get more involved with people downtown, it's just being downtown a lot more often. Um, I know some Franklin people that do it very well, but, you know, leaving campus, sometimes it can be like, maybe you're too lazy to go downtown or not, but just go to Bar Oops, go to Lido San Domingo, go to, go to these places. Um, if you already have a friend that knows someone from Uzi, like to try to meet them. And um, I know some people, people at Franklin met people at Uzi through the Isaac program that Uzi does. Um, but it's always tough, especially like if there's a language barrier. Um, but in the last summer where, you know, right before I left Lugano, like I got really close to like an international group of students at, uh, at Uzi and um, <laughs> through soccer, like I invited, the Uzi guys to come play soccer at, at Franklin. Uh, and they kind of already knew each other because there were some like some tournaments between Franklin and Uzi soccer. Uh, then we just decided to go out and like from soccer to like going out downtown or uh, we were all, we, I think we got close. And by the time I knew it, my Uzi friends were messaging my Franklin friends to, to hang out. And <laughs> um, so it was, it was great. And I, I miss it a lot. That's that's something I miss a lot. Yeah, and actually, I you saying that you slept on your sister's couch reminded me. So obviously, your sister Naomi went to Franklin as well. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering if you could tell a little bit of insight of your family's connection to Franklin because it actually goes kind of far back, and it's kind of cool. Yeah, my my aunt, my mom's younger sister, went to Franklin. Um, it's a funny story. Like my mom's, my aunt, she first went to another American school in Switzerland. And she told me this recently that they found out that the owner of that university was like laundering money or something into the, into like some volleyball team or something. Yeah. And uh, the students protested. So my aunt was like leading this protest and like trying to make things right and before they knew it the school the school closed down so like they achieved their goal in the protest but like they had nowhere to go uh and my aunt found franklin uh and then she she ended up going there and she was also the sj president no way yeah and she even lived in i only found this out later but she lived in the dorm that i lived in in chile <laughs> wait that's crazy yeah so we've uh, we've always had that connection like i always heard my aunt you know being in switzerland uh, my sister that was two that is two years older than me she went you know to to franklin before me and um yeah 
And side tangent, just a plug for your sister. She had a salad named after her at the local bar. Like, yeah. The Hedayarachi family is very well known in the Lugano area, you could say. (laughs) Um, But kind of looking forward a bit. Like you said, you're going to New York, but and you're going to do some stand-up. But like, where do you see yourself going in the next few years? What's on the horizon for you? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I for a while, I really wanted to get into humanitarian work, um, international development. I, I really wanted to use my international experience at Franklin. Um, speaking you know italian and and spanish pretty well uh, and use that toward my career um but you know it has just hasn't worked out that way like i've been applying to very to many things obviously in dc you know it's i grew up right around here um but it just hasn't worked out that way so maybe after getting some more years of experience um i can see if you know something opens up or, you know, if I make a contact with someone that's, uh, somewhere and, um, make that happen. If, if comedy doesn't go as well as I'm hoping. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like New York has that stand-up comedy energy. So I think it'll be very good. Very Mm -hmm. at least. Yeah. Yeah. New York and LA. So maybe I'll come over to the West coast as well. Who said that? (laughs) No, I don't think it is. It's like way too humid out here. We don't have seasons. It's basically just sunny and nice every time of the year. So, you know. But speaking of context, I, I still didn't, I don't think I told you how I got this job up in New York. Please do tell. So, it's a funny Franklin kind of story that my good friend Saurabh Gupta and I, we went to Madrid um, one year, I think our senior year. Uh, and we went there and he had already been there and made some friends and had some contacts through a girl, uh, Morgan Mellinger, that was, I think, two years above me at Franklin. Uh, and her sister was studying in Madrid. Uh, so Saurav and I were hanging out with her sister. Like We stayed at her place uh, and we met a bunch of her friends. I think we even had like Thanksgiving dinner with, with her friends. Um, and this one girl that is from the Philippines but was studying in Madrid um, was her one of her good friends and like you know we like followed each other on on Instagram and we stayed in contact and um, a few days ago I was like looking at her story and I saw that she was leaving she said that she was leaving her job in New York and she was looking for her replacement so I <laughs> reached out to her and um, yeah it, my my background fit the position and uh, they really they really like me. So yeah, it's just funny how these random connections work out. It's really a small world. And another weird thing was that this girl actually knew a girl from the Philippines that went to Franklin my first two years as well. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, crazy small world things. I can I have a lot of small world stories that are just unbelievable. <laughs> That's kind of insane. I didn't realize that that was how that was the connection that you were going to pull out like i had an image but i that is kind of crazier than i had imagined that's pretty cool right i was just lucky i looked on instagram that day and that she posted that yeah no seriously 
Well, I wish you the best of luck in your move and your next exciting journey in New York City. And thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's really been a pleasure. I always love chatting with you. So thank you for chatting with me and the rest of the Franklin community. Thank you. Thanks so much, Margaret. I hope we're, hope we're able to see each other soon. Likewise. All right. See ya. Bye.